This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is My Mind Emporium. Welcome to my podcast, everybody. I hope you guys had a good work week, and I hope you guys are having a good weekend. If you're just now tuning into my podcast, I have been doing stories about the royal bloodline all week, y'all. I'm tired of talking about them now at this point. I had three more stories, and I'm pretty sure Princess Diana would have taken up a whole week. Um, But I kind of low-key am tired. Like, after I do this, after I talk about this lady, I think I have a mic drop. Um, Because everybody's talking about the royals don't like black people. Or insinuating the royals don't like black people. But yesterday we talked about how defected their bloodline became uh, with the Habsburgs in Spain. And how Queen, Queen Victoria bloodline interbreeded so bad to where they had bouts of, was it perforia and hemophilia? But let's talk about was sustaining these royals. And word on the street is, is black blood. Now, this is disclaimer. I do not know fully what Queen Charlotte's background is. So she could be one of those people who may have a grandparent, a great-grandparent that is black. And she is a person of color. However, I'm going to read a few articles that may show evidence of her African heritage and of who she is. And I want you guys to understand that her bloodline carries Queen Victoria and Queen Elizabeth II. So... She is a mother of this here dynasty here. All right. Um, so I'm gonna be reading some articles about Queen Charlotte, Mecklenburg, Strelick. If I said that wrong, please forgive me. I'm not German. All right. So this article comes from theguardian.com and it says, was the British first queen black? Oh, no. Was the British, was this Britain's first black queen? Sorry, y'all. Queen Charlotte was the wife of George III and like him of German descent. But did she also have African ancestry by Stuart Jeffries? This was written March 2009. So this is a, a 11 year old article. Queen Charlotte died nearly two centuries ago, but is still celebrated in her namesake, American City, Charlotte, North Carolina, you guys. When you drive from their airport in North Carolina, 
you can miss the monumental bronze sculpture of a woman said to be British first black queen dramatically bent, bent backwards as if blown by a jet engine. Downtown, there's another prominent sculpture of Queen Charlotte in which she walks with two dogs as if out for a stroll in 21st century America. Now, the reason why all these statues of her are in Charlotte, North Carolina, is because her husband was King George. Y'all know the whole story about King George. If you not, and, and Alexander Hamilton talk about who King George was, that's who America was fighting against, was King George. So, that's why Charlotte is named Charlotte. Street at the Street is named after her, and Charlotte itself revels and the nickname the Queen City, even though shortly after the city was named in her honor, the American War of Independence broke out, making her the queen of the enemy. And the city's art galleries, the Mint's museums, holds a sumptuous 1762 portrait of Charlotte by the Scottish portrait painter Alan Ramsay, showing the Queen of England in regal robes, age 17, the year after she married George III. Charlotte is intrigued by his namesake. Some charlatans. When you say that charlatans, <laughs> charlatans, even find her lovable. We think your queen speaks to us on lots of levels, says Cheryl Palmer, director of education at the Mint Museum. As a woman, an immigrant, a person who may have had African forebears, but botanist, a queen who opposed slavery, she speaks to Americans, especially in a city in the South like Charlotte, that is true to redefine itself. I find that funny because that's exactly what my uh, political science teacher said, too. You see, y'all thought that American Revolution was about really freedom of the people, but it was really for the white people. <laughs> I mean, my political science teacher told me a lot. I learned a lot when I was in college for five seconds. <laughs> okay? So, I had some good teachers. I had some good teachers. Not all teachers were good, but the, my political science teacher, that man, was, he said that. He said, y'all think the American Revolution was about your freedom? It was about, and he, he straight up told us. He knew how the election was going to flow. He knew how things work. He knew that this country was built for white men with property. And it had it was not built for women. It was not built for black people, Asians, Australians, Africans, Jamaicans, anybody that is of color. It was not built for them. So, you know, <laughs> anyway. Yet, Charlotte, 1744 to 1818, has much less res resonance in the land where she was actually queen. And she is not at all here is from her depiction in Alan Bennett's play as the wife of Mad King George III. Oh, how convenient to name her husband the Mad King. We have forgotten or perhaps never knew that she founded Kew Gardens, that she bore 15 children, 13 of whom survived to adulthood, and that she was a patron of the arts who may have commissioned Mozart. Word on street, he black too. Um, here, Charlotte is a woman who has a, has has it so much intrigue as been regularly damned. In the opening of Charles Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities, she is dismissed in the second paragraph. There was a king with a large jaw 
and a queen with a plain face on the throne of England. Well, you know what? Fuck you too, Charles. <laughs> Historian John H. Plum Plub described her as plain and undesirable. Even her physician, Baron Christian Frederick Stockmar, reportedly described the elderly queen as small and crooked with true mulatto face. What's wrong with mulatto face? Okay. That's racist. She was famously ugly, says Desmond Shaw Taylor. Really? <sighs> Surveyors of the Queen's picture. Our courtier once said of Charlotte late in life, her majesty ugliness has quite faded. There was quite a meow factor at court. Charlotte's name was given to throughout thoroughfare, through fairs throughout Georgian British most notably Charlotte Square in Edinburgh's new town, but her lack of resonance and glamour in the minds of Londoners is typified by the fact that there is a little square in Bloomsbury called Queen Square. In the middle is a sculpture of a queen. For much of the 19th century, the sculpture was thought to be depict Queen Anne, and as a result, the square was known as Queen Anne Square. Only later was it realized that the sculpture actually depicted Charlotte and the scar square renamed Queen Square. But y'all not racist. Hold on. You might be saying British has a black queen. Did I miss something? Surely Helen Mirren played Charlotte in the film The Madness of King George and she was last time I looked white. Yet the theory that Queen Charlotte may have been black, albeit sketchy, is nothing less one that has gained currency. If you Google Queen Charlotte of Mecklenburg, Charlotte, you quickly come across a historical call, historian called Mario de Valdez y Cocoon. He argues that her features as seen in royal portraits were conspicuously African and content that they were noted by numerous contemporaries. He claims that the Portuguese royal family related to the Margarita de Castro y Souza a 15th century Portuguese noblewoman, nine generations removed, whose ancestors she traced from the 13th century, ruled Alfonso III and his love, lover Madrigana, whom Valdez take to have been a Moor and thus a Black African. Okay, we had to go all the way back though. So we had to go a few hundreds of years to find that ancestry. It is great what if of history. If she was Black, said the historian Kate Williams, this is not Kate Middleton. Her name is Kate Williams. I know it's a coincidence. This raises a lot of important suggestions about not only our royal family, but those of most of European, considering that Queen Victoria descendants are spread across most of the royal family of Europe and beyond. If we class Charlotte as Black, then ergo Queen Victoria and our entire royal family down to Prince Harry are also Black and very interesting concept. This is a is an article that was written 11 years ago y'all so prince william wasn't even married to kate middleton when this article was written that said williams and many other historians are very skeptical about valdez theory they argue the generational distance between charlotte and her presumed african forebear is so great as to make the suggestion ridiculous Furthermore, they said even the evidence that Madrigana was black is thin. But 
But all that suggests that the way Queen Charlotte is depicted in Ramsey's 1762 portrait, which U.S. artist Ken Eptkar is now using as the starting point for a new art project called Charlotte Charlotte, support the view she had African ancestry. Valdez writes, artists of the period were expected to play down, soften, or even liberate a desirable features in a subject's face. But Sir Alan Ramsey was the artist responsible for the majority of the painting of the queen and his reputation of her were the most decidedly African of all her portraits. Valdez's suggestion is that Ramsey was anti-slavery campaigner who would not have suppressed any African characteristics but perhaps might have stressed them for political reasons. I can't see it to be honest, says Shaw Taylor. We got a version of the same portrait and look at it pretty often. It has never occurred to me that she got African features of any kind. It sounds like the ancestry is there and it's not impossible. It was reflected in her features, but I can't see it. It is possible that other portraits of Queen Charlotte might have softened, peddled her African features. That makes much more sense. It's quite possible. The thing about Ramsey is that unlike Reynolds and Gainsborough, who were quite imprecise, imprecise in their portraits, he was very accurate the pictures of his subject, so that if she looked slightly more African in his pictures, portraits than others, that might be because she was more well depicted. How can you tell? She's dead. Shaw Taylor said that a more instructive source of image of Queen Charlotte might well be the many caricatures of her held at the British Museum. None of them show her as African. You suspect they would be if she was visibly of African descent. You expect they would have had a field day if she was. In fact, Charlotte may not have been our first black queen. There is another theory that suggests that Philippa of Hanshalt, according sort of Edward III, in a woman who may have had African ancestry, holds the title. Give me a minute for a minute. As for Valdez, he turned out to be an independent historian of the African diaspora who has argued that Peter Utnov, Heather Lotlier, the Medicis, and the Vanderbilt have African ancestry. His theory about Charlotte even pops up on www.100greatblackbritons.com where she appeared alongside Mary Seacole, Shirley Basie, Sir Trevor McDonald, Zadie Smith, Naomi Campbell, and Baroness Scotland as one of our Great Britons. Despite being thus defeated, Charlotte has not yet had much attention, says during the annual Black History Week in Britain. Y'all still only got a week for uh, Black people in Britain? Oh, y'all! Perhaps she should get more. Suggestions that Queen Charlotte was Black implied that her great-granddaughter Queen Victoria and her great-great-great-great-great-granddaughter, Queen Elizabeth II, had African forebears. Perhaps instead of just being a boring bunch of semi-inbred white stiffs, our royal family became much more interesting. Maybe, and this is just a theory, the Windsors would do well to claim their African heritage. It might be a PR cope 
one that would strengthen the bonds of our queen's beloved commonwealth. Yeah, Queen Queen Elizabeth, go ahead and say your great 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 grandmother is black. There's no way you could be racist. <laughs> go ahead and say it. Come on, come on with the statement that you your great 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 grandma was black. Okay, <laughs> let it let it out. Just say it. It's okay. Or would our fam royal family be threatened if there was shown that they had African forebears? I don't know. I don't think so at all. There will be a shame attached to it all, said the royal historian Hugo Vickers. The theory does not impress me, but even if it were true, the whole thing would have been so diluted by this stage that it could matter less to our royal family. It certainly wouldn't show that they are significantly black. And they're not. They still like old white people. What's fascinating about Ebtkar project is that he started by conducting focus group meetings with people from Charlotte to find out what the queen and her portrait meant to the citizen of U.S. City. I took my cues from the passionate response of individuals who I asked to help me understand what Charlotte represents to them. Resulting suit of the pain is a series of riffs on the Ramsey portrait of Charlotte and one, a reworked portrait, portion of the portrait shows the queen's face overlaid with the word black, white, other. Another Epps card canvas featured an even tighter close-up in which the queen's face is overlaid with the word, oh, yes, yeah, she is. Okay. Among those who attended Epps Carr's focus group is Congressman Mel Watts, one of a very few African-Americans in the House of Representatives who represent the 12th District of North Carolina, which includes Charlotte and the private conversation. African-Americans have always acknowledged and found a sense of pride in this secret, says Watts. It's great that this discussion can now come out of the closet into the public place of Charlotte so we all can acknowledge it and celebrate it. What about the idea that she was an immigrant, a German teenager who had to make a new life in England in the late 18th century? And that's another thing that they talk about a lot, too, is that the uh, British royal family are really German. So that's another big deal that has been put out there, too. And I remember watching that conspiracy theories and talking about that. I thought they were going to say they were related to Adolf Hitler. I didn't know that it had to go all the way back to King George. So, but they, they I mean, that, that's, that's another thing that they feel that is controversial, that the royal family are actually German. So I want to also put that out there as well. We were a lot more immigrant friendly in those days and that we were friendly to people of color, said Watts. We all recognized that we all came from the same place else, but there was always a sense of denial, even ostracism about being black. Putting the history on top of the table should make up opportunities for provo provocative healing conversations. Does Valdez theory conclude conclusively determined that Queen Charlotte had African forebears? Hardly. If she had African forebears, would that mean we could readily infer she was Black? That surely depends on how we define what it is to be Black. In the United States, there was for many decades a much derided one-drop rule whereby any white-looking person with any percentage of Black blood was not regarded as being really white. Although not just a historical curier, curio, was controversially invoked recently by the African-American lawyer Alton Maddox Jr. who argued that under the one-drop rule, Barack Obama would be the first black president, wouldn't be the first black president. 
That's true too. I heard that Abraham Lincoln was black too. Word on the street. In the era of mixed and race celebrities such as Tiger Woods and Mariah Carey, and at times when the U.S., the U.K., and other racially diverse countries mixed race relationships are common, this rule seems absurd. But without such a rule, how do we determine Charlotte's ethnicity? If she is black, aren't we all? Oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> y'all gonna be doing black people like y'all doing Native Americans now, okay? Y'all know y'all see them white people go over there with the Native Americans on the reservation and say they 120th Native American and all of a sudden they got a pizza reservation. Nuh-uh. <laughs> we ain't starting this mess. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's striking that on U.S. and U.K. Census Forum, respondents are asked to choose their own race by ticking the box with which they mostly closely identify. Though there can be problems with this, some people in Cornwall are angry that the 2011 census form will not allow them to self-define as Cornish because only 37,000 ticked that box in 2001 census and that figure has been deemed too small to constitute a separate ethnic group really we will never know which box charlotte queen charlotte would have ticked though we have take though we have we can take a good guess but maybe this isn't the most important issue anyway it's really not i'm gonna be honest with you it's not but it is because I don't know. It's just, it isn't, but it isn't. It is, but it isn't. Does that make sense? I mean, let me continue to read this article. For Congressman Watts' wife, Yulada, along with some other African-Americans in Charlotte, the most important issue is what the possibility that Queen Charlotte was Black may mean of people in the city now. I believe African-American Charlotteans, Char Charlotteans, have always been proud of Queen Charlotte heritage and acknowledge it with a smile and a wink, she said. Many of us are now enjoying a bit of I told you so, and now the story is out. But isn't the heritage too sketchy to be used as a heel old wounds? I agree with that. Hopefully, the sketchiness will inspire others to further research and documentation of our rich history. Knowing more about an old dead queen can play a part in reconciliation. And if an old dead queen can help improve racial trust in American city, perhaps she can do something similar over here. Whether she will, though, is much less certain. Hmm. I like this article, and I like that there was a little murky water to it because this is a 2009 article, but this might be... Um... And I like that he he's basically saying, you know, people are saying it, but he's right. You know, there's a lot of multiracial people in this world. And unfortunately, we still have racism. Um, Y'all saw what happened in Atlanta last week. Um, and it, it would be nice to believe that we can love each other. And it has nothing to do with race. But... There has been millions and millions of multiracial people in this world, and we still have racism in this world. So I appreciate his um, his point of view on this. And like I said, this article was written in 2009. So, you know, we all now know that 
there has been a, a full-blown thing with people saying that Queen Charlotte is black. Okay, so this is from PBS.org. It's Queen Charlotte. Um, this next article is called Queen Charlotte, and there's an Arthur note, and it basically said that this article, originally written in 1997, was updated on March 11, 2021, with clarifications and to remove outdated language around race. With features reputed to be conspicuously African by her contemporaries, it is no wonder that the Black community, both in the U.S. and throughout the British Commonwealth, has rallied for generations around depictions of Queen Charlotte, portrayed as she usually is in the regal and sumptuous splendor of her coronation robes. Queen Charlotte, wife of the English King George III, was directly descended from the Margarita de Castro de Souza, as Black branch of the Portuguese royal family. This riddle of Queen Charlotte's African ancestry was solved inadvertently as a result of an earlier investigation into imagery. Imagery. Sorry, y'all. Imagery. There was no N in that imagery. Of the Black Magi featured in certain 15th century Flemish paintings of the Christmas narrative. A couple of art historians had suggested that it must have been portraits of actual contemporaries since the artists, without seeing them, would not have been aware of the sub subtleties in coloring and facial bone structure of individuals of African descent. Which these figures inadvertently represent enough evidence have been accumulated to propose with the models what the model that the models were, in all probability members of the Portuguese the Celza the Souza family. Several relatives have accompanied their cousins, Prince, Princess Isabella, to the Netherlands when she arrived there in 1429 to marry the Grand Duke Philip the Good, the Good of Burgundy. So basically, we have basically the same um, prequel to this. You know, that basically she is directly descendant of Margarita de Castro y Souza. And it, which is, and they have clarified that it's the black branch of the Portuguese royal family. So, yeah. The last part of that. is at least 492 lines of descendants can be traced from Queen Charlotte through her triple ancestry from Margarita de Castro y Souza to Martin Alfonso de Souza Chichuro, the illegitimate son of King Alfonso of Portugal and his Moorish mistress Arana or Madrigana. Interestingly enough, in a gene pool that was comparatively minuscule due to the royal inbreeding, it was from Martin Alfonso de Souza's wife, Ines de Valadares, that the British queen inherited most of her African Islamic ancestry. Hmm. Okay. So it says Queen Charlotte's Portraits. 
The African characteristics evidenced in so many of the Queen's portraits contain has political significance since artists of that period were expected to play down, soften, or even liberate features in the subject's face. Especially in women, they were not considered to meet the standards of beauty of the time. Once again, you know, <laughs> chill out, all right? I don't have to buy my lips. Sir Alan Ramsey was the artist responsible for the majority of the paintings of the Queen, and his representation of her were the most decidedly, decidedly African of all her portraits. Ramsey's anti-slavery sentiments were well known. He also married Denise of Lord Mansfield, the English judge whose 1772 decision was the first in a series of ruling that finally ended slavery in British Empire. It should be noted, too, that by the time Sir Ramsey was commissioned to do his first portrait of the Queen, he was already by marriage uncle to Dido Elizabeth Lindsay, the black grandniece of Lord Mansville. Don't they have a movie about that with Google? Okay, see, I thought the movie with Google was about Queen Charlotte. So I guess it's not. That's from just a cursory look at the social awareness and political activism at the level of English society. It would be surprising if the Queen's African features were of no significance to the abolitionist movement. Lords Mansville, black grandniece, for example, Miss Lindsay, was the subject of at least two formal full-size portraits, obviously prompting by a means to appeal to abolitionist sympathies. They depicted the celebrated friendship between herself and a white cousin. It is perhaps because of this fairly obvious case of pointed portraiture that makes one suspect that Queen Charlotte's coronation pictures, copies of which were sent out of all four corners of the empire, signify stances on slavery held at least by the circle of the English intelligentsia to which Ramsay belonged. On this side of the Atlantic, the slogan, the Queen of England was a Negro woman, was recognized by the Vice Admiral Sir Alexandra Cochrane in his campaign to persuade enslaved people to defeat, to fect the British during the 1812 war. More than 4,000 ultimately did, making it the largest emancipation in the United States until the Civil War. Am I halfway done at least? Okay, I'm halfway done. All right. For the initial work into Queen, Queen Charlotte's genealogy, a debt of gratitude is owed by the History Department of McGill University. It was the director of the Bernie Project, Fanny Bernie, the prolific 19th century British diarist, had been secret, secret, secretary to the Queen, Dr. Joyce Hemloy, who obtained from Alwyn Headley, the most recent biographer of Queen Charlotte, since 1975. At least half a dozen quotes by her contemporaries regarding her features because of a scientific source. The most valuable of Dr. Headley reference would probably be the one published in the autobiography of the royal family physician, Baron Stockman, where he described her as having a true mulatto face. Perhaps the most literary of these allusions to her African appearance, however, can be found in the point pinned to her on the occasion of her wedding to George III and the coronation celebration that follows a fortnight later. Okay. Descended from the warlike Vandal race, she still preserved the title in her face, though shown their triumphs or no Numidia plains 
and the Louisiana field their names retained. They but subdued the southern world with arms. She conquered still with her triumph charms. Oh, barn free rule to whose victorious brow the greatest monarch of the north must bow. The reference to King George as King of the North is an allusion to Charlotte as Queen of the South, which is biblical term, which in biblical terms is the Black Queen of Sheba, and by inference, her husband, King Solomon. Hmm. Finally, it should be noted in 1956, three years after Queen Elizabeth's coronation, the crown referred to both her Asian and African bloodline that laid it through Zeta, the wife of Alfonso the Sixth of Castile in an apologia defending her position as head of the Commonwealth and mother of a quarter of a population of the world entitled Blood Royal is by Sir Rupert Ian K. McCreef and Don Pontiger. More about the research into the Black Magi. In the 15th century, Flemish masterpiece depicting the adoration of the Magi, imagery of the Black de Salza was utilized as both religious and political propaganda to support Portugal's expansion into Africa. In addition, the Flemish artists had drawn from a vocabulary of Blackness, which due no doubt to Reformation, the Enlightenment, and of course, the translated slave trade had long since been forgotten. Indeed, a veritable wealth of positive symbolism that had been attributed to the Black African figure during the mystical heights of the Middle Ages. Such images has been used to represent not only the Biblical Mary, evidence in which can be found in the cult of the Black Madonna that once proliferated, proliferated, in Europe, but in heraldic tradition, Jesus himself. So basically, they're basically saying that there's a lot of figures in history that could be, that are, that might be of African descendant. I have to say in this process of being messy and finding out information about the royal family, this is the first time where I can literally say that um, there is evidence and there is not evidence, meaning that everything is inconclusive when it comes to Queen Charlotte. Um, because <laughs> it's crazy. I want to find another article. But I feel like I'm exhausting my time. I only do two articles per situation with the royal family. And then I have one backup. And that's in case things are inconclusive. But I look her up again. I still see pictures of Dido. There was a picture of Dido. But um, I decided to just put in Queen Charlotte. And the article, the two articles I read were put up on here. And then there was an article. And it said, um, who was first black queen of England? And then, of course, it said Princess Sophia Charlotte. I'm gonna go look.
look into this article. It said Queen Sophia Charlotte. Queen Sophia Charlotte. The first black queen of England, Great Britain, Ireland. An article is norguides.com. It said Princess Sophia, Sophie Charlotte was born on this date in 1744. She was the first black queen of England. Charlotte was, it said born as this date. It doesn't say what date. So let me figure out when this article was written. That's not popping up right now. So, okay. She, Charlotte was the eighth child of Prince uh, Miro, Germany, Charles Louis Frederick, and his wife, Elizabeth Albertina of Saxe-Hilleberg-Hausen. In 1752, when she was eight years old, Sophie Charlotte's father died. As Princess of mecklenburg strelick Sophie Charlotte was descended directly from an African branch of the Portuguese royal house, Margarita de Castro e Souza. So this is Queen Victoria, but her name was Sophia Charlotte. Queen, so she was Princess Sophie Charlotte before she was Queen Charlotte. Six different lines can be traced from Princess Sophie Charlotte back to Margarita de Castrolia Souza. She married George III of England on September 8, 1761 at the Chapel Royal at St. James Palace, London at the age of 17 years old becoming the Queen of England and Ireland. Conditions of the marriage contracts were the young princess joined the Anglican Church and being married according to the Anglican rites and never ever involved herself in politics. Although the Queen had interest in what we what was happening in the world, especially the war in America, she fulfilled her marital agreements. The royal, royal couple had 15 children, 13 of whom survived adulthood. Their fourth eldest son was Edward Augustus, Duke of Kent, later father, Queen Victoria. So, and like I said, I typed in her name and then I found this thing where it said who was the first black queen of England. And it still says Queen Charlotte. The truth is this. Because I'm going to look at some imagery of her. She does look like a fair-skinned black woman. But once again, I have a lot of fair-skinned people in my family. So I have a lot of brown-skinned and dark-skinned people in my family too. However, to me, looking at her pictures, she do look black. The one thing that gives her away is her hair texture. Granted, they all wore their hair similar to that, but this does not look like fake hair texture. This is like actual hair texture. It's the waves for me. It's the waves that are giving some things away. Now, there's one picture that says Queen Charlotte, and she looks like a white woman. But there are pictures that are drawn of her where she looks black. And then there's pictures that are drawn of her where she looks like a pale white woman. 
So, inconclusively, this is a very inconclusive. Um, search and findings. There's evidence, and there's there's a lot of evidence to do with it. But there's also evidence that may have canceled it out. So she could just be Portuguese. An Arab. We don't know. We don't know. That's why it matters who write history. But like I said, there's a couple of pictures that make her look white. But a lot of the pictures that they have of her, she looks of mixed race. And like someone said, they said she was a mulatto. You look at the picture of her in the Mint Museum, she looks like a multiracial woman. Long story short, maybe somebody will go come to conclusions, do DNA evidence on her blood or DNA evidence on her bone of what her racial background is. I'm not quite sure if the royal family will let them do that since this is a hot topic. But, uh, you know, to Queen Elizabeth, now that they have a show out uh, called Bridgerton, and Queen Charlotte is depicted by a woman of color. This will be a good time to throw out you have black ancestry. I'm just saying, you know, because y'all love doing that. You know, if it's not, if you're not, if you can't find a black ancestry, it's always I have a black friend. Find one of your butlers or something. Bring him into your house. Say, hey, this is my black friend. Or you go and you sit up here and you say, well, we have black in our family, Queen Charlotte, you know that, you know, she's my favorite ancestor of them all. But I want to talk about some of the staging that was done before uh, Prince Harry married Meghan Markle. Why do I want to call her Queen Meghan? But according to people in the tabloids, honey, she might be Madam President Markle. So, yeah. Anyway, um, I noticed a lot of imagery. Um, before Meghan Markle and Prince Harry got married, I want to talk about the subliminal messages that I saw before they got married and before it was hinted that they were going to be married. Um, before the wedding day, Queen Elizabeth made sure that they did, they staged the cameras to where she was in front of the portrait of Queen Charlotte. Um, one of Prince William's children name is Charlotte. 
and will be Queen Charlotte if something happens to a brother. The day that they were married is the day that Queen Charlotte was born. Now, I'm going to tell you this. The British royal family know more than you do. They do DNA tests more than you do. They know stuff that we don't know. They have been in the monarchy for more than centuries. So there's things that people know that you don't know. So don't assume that because they're rich and they're white, that they don't know anything about who they are and where they come from. Matter of fact, they know more about who they are and where they come from than you do know about who you are, who you where you come from. Matter of fact, they know about you and who you are and where you come from, which is why they hide evidence. And so you can be inconclusive in situations like this. There's no doubt in my mind, in my heart, and in my feelings that Queen Charlotte was of color. There's only a couple paintings of her that make her out to be a white woman. All the other paintings are her of being of color and her hair looking light brown. Y'all know before I dyed my hair, all the different colors. Yeah, I dyed my hair blue once. It's going to be a long story. I'll tell you next Saturday. Um, My hair was of different shades of brown. I am a black woman. Both my parents are black. Queen Charlotte, like she could be one of my cousins. And most of the portraits they have of Queen Charlotte, she looked like she could be one of my cousins. Like I said, she, that they, I mean, let me get that together. The day she was born, May 19th, was the day of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding. Things happen for a reason. That they were hinting at it. And like I said, Queen, why well, I want to say Queen Victoria. Why is Queen Victoria in my head right now? Queen Elizabeth made sure the cameras showed her standing in for the portrait of Queen Charlotte one. And the day they got married is her birthday. If she is not black, she has to definitely be of African descendant. So she may not have parents that are black or African, but she may have descendants or direct descendants of African people. With that being said, and for this being inconclusive, and I'm kind of disappointed, but I only deal with facts, y'all. Um, I only I only deal with facts. I don't want to put something out there, but I just thought it would be fun to say. And I also just want to put it out there that they did get married May 19th. And that's Queen Charlotte's birthday. You cannot deny those evidence. Um, you cannot deny the fact that Queen Elizabeth made sure y'all saw a portrait of her in front of Queen Charlotte's portrait. And so, like I said, you know, every time a white person get caught being racist, they always pop up and say, I'm not racist. My friend is black. But with that being said, we do know 
there's a possibility of her being a woman of color. We're just not quite sure. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Thank you guys for listening to me gibberish, my gibberish about the royal family. I'm over it now. <laughs> I'm like so over it now. I can't find the picture, y'all. I cannot find a picture of... Okay, no. All I got is the pictures of Princess Charlotte. <laughs> Queen... The Queen and Princess Charlotte. So, yeah. Um, But... I do have one more topic I want to talk about. But I want to get back to talking about what I like to talk about, which is the strange things. I started uh, The Winter Soldier and The Falcon today it was underwhelming but it was good who the hell is that captain america who is that who is that and that's america for you that's shade <laughs> and you know y'all know that's gaslighting right they already know that racism is a thing that's a problem in america right now and they're gaslighting us don't fall into the gaslight y'all <laughs> with that being said thank you guys for listening y'all have a very blessed weekend i will have a bonus topic it might come today it might come tomorrow i don't quite know i want to go back to talking about what i like to talk about but this has been a very extraordinary journey it forced me to do research that i have not done in a long time so it, it basically, I mean, I'm not shocked that the articles are saying it's inconclusive, but it is inconclusive because everything is all mixed up. So thank you guys for listening. Y'all have a very beautiful mixing day, okay? There's nothing wrong with being down with the swirl, but just understand that you may be okay with being somebody of other background. But that does not mean your child is going to cure racism. Because we still don't know what Queen Charlotte, if there was, if racism did not exist, we would know for a fact if Queen Charlotte was black or not. Read between the lines. <laughs>